This is Father Friends, not your Unkills podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode, everyone. Did you guys miss us? My name is Zane. Don't ask why, just put an I. And with me is Amina. Hello! It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a fat minute. It's been a fat minute. Been, well, that's your fault because you went to Miami. I was here. I was miami it up all last week. And anyone that follows me on Insta and whatever and my social medias, I'm sure I never promoted it, but anyone who does, you know that I was in... I was in Miami. I was having some fun there. Some good old fun. Some good old fun or some wild fun. If you want. I mean, we, I did a little bit of everything. A little, little everything. Um, I mean, where do I where do I start? I guess like freaking like I definitely. Well, I landed at eight oh five. I landed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like I think that like this trip for us was like everything was planned out in the last second and i kind of like trips like that where there is no itinerary we just kind of figure it out as we go so mm-hmm. we didn't have anything planned we just i the only things that oh, crap sorry my phone was going off the only uh things that we kind of had planned was just um like uh like my friends really wanted to go to the beach i'm not much of a beach person so like they were really down to just going to the beach every single day um and i know that they also planned out the skiing the jet skiing thing but that never worked out funny enough so that's a whole different story uh but yeah no it was fun it was fun we i had a lot of good food i Mm. nice some authentic cuban cubano nice cuban food cubano food love it love it was so good i had a uh i had a cubano sandwich that supposedly, supposedly was the don't they have pork? No, no, no. It was like it was a chicken version of it. But like supposedly, uh. like that restaurant was like the best one to get it from. And goddamn, it was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Anthony Bourdain gave it a thumbs up. Supposedly. <laughs> well, there you go. That, that was that was their way of advertising how good they were. It literally said on the menu, Anthony Bourdain gives it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, "Hey, look! If he if he did it, it must be good, right?" <laughs> so, but it was good. It lived up to it, so no doubt about it. And like, I'm very glad that you had a cubano that was thumbed up by <laughs> by him. Yeah, it was pretty good. Make- pretty pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of like the highlights. I mean, I know like my friends like they went crazy, crazy, and like I went crazy too. Like a, the first night, the first couple of nights there, but then I got burnt out from that quickly because they they are pretty much party animals nonstop. They love to party constantly. They've done it in New York, and they do it. You know, they do it. They did it in Miami, and I'm not much of that person. I kind of like. To space out my partying, I guess you can say. Like, so I went out with them the first couple of nights, but after that, I was like, uh, you know, I kind of want to do my own thing. So, like, I think the night three or night four, I split from them, and I come, I had the entire day to myself, and I kind of just did my own thing, and I had so much fun doing it. So that's nice. It's always nice to just like, especially if you don't have people that are kind of like like minded in that sense Mm -hmm. and it's good to go out and do your own thing like i'm lucky that a lot of my friends kind of are like me so like we want to go out and have fun but like then we want like the day to be really relaxing or you know we'll have like a fun filled really like intense day of like doing this and that and then our night will be relaxing you know so it's it's we like the balance of that i'm that kind of a person yeah yeah and I, I'm, I'm all for that, too. Like, I just kind of like I'm like, a, don't get me wrong. I would love to go to uh, I went to a club, but like I'm like, all right, cool. A club the first night. Awesome. Club the second night. OK, cool, cool, cool. Third night. I'm like, Ugh, do I really want to go the third time in a row? And then fourth night, I'm like, Ugh, come on now. I got it. I got to I got to do something else. I got to go do, you know, some fun stuff. I can't keep partying like this. <laughs> this is too much. Too old I'm now too old for that ish. So ish ish. But yeah, it was well, that's that happened. Fun. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and I I went to a I guess the most interesting I did, the most interesting thing that I did was that I went to a a gay club. 
Okay. And um, I okay. When I say that, it's like you live in New York. No, no, no. When I, yeah, yeah. You say like when I say that, you're like, oh, I've I've, I've been mm-hmm. to gay clubs in the past too. But this one in particular was very, very interesting. Um, let's just say I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I wasn't expecting how was this more than a <laughs> than a club? Is that it? Like, was it oh, also like? It, okay, no, it was definitely a club. It's not. It's not any sort of strip club or any sort of anyway. You know, it's definitely a pretty down i'm gonna say down i was gonna say down to earth but it's not down to earth it was (laughs) it was definitely a club right but as it was interesting because okay so this entire place it's called twist twist in miami um this place is on the outside looks like a very small dinky little place looks like a hole in the wall right you like you you can walk by it and you won't even realize that you walked by a club right so like we walked in there and then you go upstairs and then you find out that this building is all dedicated to this club, this one club. And they purposely, I guess they, they must've done it purposely. I guess their, their aesthetic was to get lost and God damn, I'm you can get lost in that club. I legitimately got lost at one point. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how to get out of here. Like it's that cr- cause it was cramped. It was, there's a lot of like hallways that just led to nowhere. And there was a lot of weird, oh, like God. there was a lot of hallways that led to different, like in that one building alone, Amna, there was five like bars. You can say like right? five different bars that you can buy drinks from. But like there were spread out in a certain, in a way where you like, you can't even like, if you walk to one bar to another, you can easily get lost and you don't even remember how you got back there, you know? And I remember going around this one corner and then somehow I got to the back backyard. I'm like, okay, I'm in the backyard now. But then if you go to the stairs leading back to the inside, you would seemingly think, oh, okay, if I just go the opposite direction, I'll go back to the front. No, no. I somehow got lost again. And then somehow I landed in this area where people were like dancing like hard, like hardcore <clears throat> hardcore like club music type dancing and i'm like all right clearly this is not <laughs> this is not the outside so, <laughs> this is not <laughs> this is not what's happening but yeah no i think that was pretty interesting um yeah yeah i just think it was cool awesome. yeah 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 that's definitely very claustrophobic like for me i'd be like i need to know my exits and then like you know like i need to know how to get out exactly like, I can't get out. it was definitely it was definitely a fire hazard for sure <laughs> well, that's so- <laughs> don't make an old fire marshal on this club. Yeah. Uh, um, that's cool. Don't ask me about my week because I did nothing. You didn't do anything. Nothing. Nothing interesting uh, happened. Oh uh, uh, no! You didn't watch any movies. I'm, 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 mm, no. Nothing. Nope. Hmm. Nothing. Look, I'm not gonna sit here. And act like my life is some great thing. It's really not. It's pretty boring. I mean, I saw friends, but like, it's not like a. We didn't like do anything. We didn't like do anything. Yeah. I sound like I'm defending myself. Yeah, like, it's okay if you did something. I'm not. <laughs> do anything, okay? So I, I had a very boring. No, I went to. I lied. I knew I was missing something. I would do a Tolkien party. I saw the steps for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Wild in a different way. A lot of aunties uchelling. Uchelling. Uh, <laughs> telling, uh, flinging their body parts around. Wait, what? What? Hold on. What, what kind of Tolkien did you go to? <laughs> Look, flinging their body parts around? Look, Choli Ke Piche started playing, which for any Desi, Choli Ke Piche is a very provocative song about her asking the dude what's behind my blouse. Oh, my All right. And these are big Punjabi orte ladies without dupattas, without scarves, uh, dancing to these type of songs. Oh, my. And I was. I was like, this is a different kind of wild, and I'm enjoying it thoroughly. That sounds- so you were in old Punjabi Ordin dancing to very provocative music. It's kind of the same thing. That's that's really interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Definitely 
um, uh, I, I mean, you saw the snaps what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just like the beginning. <laughs> Damn. This all <laughs> there, was a, there was a whole section that I didn't see, supposedly. That's what you're trying to say? Yeah, and like, <laughs> it's not for your audience, okay? These are women who are dancing in front of other women who are just having fun with their friends. And I'm not going to be that person who's going to snap that out there, right? Mm. There's a lot of body in your face. Wow. Wow. That's very surprising to me. <laughs> it's not surprising. That's very surprising. Mean, well, it's not like, not like, I mean, the only thing that came off was Dupertas. That's what I'm, okay. I'm not trying to oh, say. Okay, okay, okay. Because you're making it sound like they went crazy. Like they, no, no. You're making it sound like they drank alcohol without drinking alcohol type thing. <laughs> well, they are cray cray, but they, like, they're you know they're just cray cray in their own way they're not like so yeah 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 that's interesting yeah that's all i did um quickly going back to the the club thing that i was telling you one thing that i kind of found interesting about this entire trip um was that uh so i went with three other people um two of them i knew beforehand were gay right but the third girl that came through, there was two girls and two guys, like including myself, two guys, two girls, right? Um, one of the girls I found out was gay as well. And I was like, okay, cool. That's interesting. That's awesome. It's fine, you know? But then I, I realized, I was like, oh, wow, that means I'm the minority here. And like, it was so interesting the entire trip. Like, it, it, like, it was so weird hearing. What do you mean I'm the minority? You're constantly the minority. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course, but uh, it, it was it was interesting. It was interesting to hear, like interesting to hear how you know three gay people in a in a car talking about gay things, and me being like, okay, that's awesome, that's hell yeah, you know, f yeah, eh, hell yeah, hell yeah, let's do it, and then being like, wait a second, that that doesn't apply to me. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that though. I can't do what you're talking about because that's that's only a thing that you guys would do, not me. Like, uh, I, can't do that. I don't know. It was Zan. it was a really interesting dynamic the entire trip because, like I said, they wanted a club. They went to that club that I was telling you about Twist. They went there four days in a row. That was more, more kind of a reason why where I was like, okay, I kind of want to just do my own thing because I can't a can't go to the club every single day, and b it's like. After a while, I'm just like, okay, like, I get it. <laughs> but can I just have, like, can I just go to a bar that has, like, I don't know, a billiards table? Like, do we need to constantly be, you know, with, like, you know. That's what they want, okay, Mr. Straight Man over here. I, you know, like, I did theater and. I don't want to make it sound like I'm, you know, hating on them. I'm just saying that it's kind of interesting being like, all right, I'll go, I'll go to a gay club, sure. But, like, three nights in a row, I'm like, Okay. Well, you know, that's what you get when you're the only one that's straight, you know? Think about the only gay friend that always has to go to those bars constantly, you know? And then I mean, I was just saying, like, I, you know, did theater, Zan, and, you know, in college. Like, I have lots of, you know. Yeah. I sound so ridiculous. I have lots of gay friends. (laughs) When people are like, oh, I have, like, I have black friends. You're like, oh, God, don't say it. Um, but you know, you just get used to it. You're like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Of I course, have, of course. I mean, like, look, I, I was all for it. I was like, hell yeah, you guys do you. No, do- but this thing is just a lot of energy to expend every night. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially in a gay in a gay club that's all about like the most hardcore EDM music that I've ever heard in my life. Like they, uh, I have a clip. I there was a clip that I recorded in that club where it's like a six minute, six second long clip. You can't see anything, but you can kind of get the atmosphere just by listening to what was happening there. And you, you even I think you would even agree that you're like, oh, my God, imagine just listening to that for three hours straight. Just like <laughs> hardcore, like type music. I cannot do it. <laughs> it was it went hard. It was really hardcore. I'm like, OK, I respect that. Hell yeah. You, got, you know, Zen, I always think about our Halloween and how much fun that was. Um, the, the picking the different, so like we went out together, me, my friend and Zan went out for Halloween mm-hmm. in the city mm-hmm. for Halloween. I'm sorry, not Halloween, but Halloween. And we picked three different spots, like different bars or pubs and different like fun stuff, different, just 
places to go that all like we each picked one yeah and like we found a place that we all liked individually and then we did it and i thought that was like an how i like a night to go exactly i agree with that i think that's a nice night because like you get a lot of different things a lot of different feels you're not like stuck in one place and it's like an adventure and you know you also get what you like for that time you know mm-hmm. And then, you, then when you have your own time of a place that you liked, then you can be like, okay, now that I'm good, like I always focus my energy on, you know, having fun at another place and be really open-minded to the next place. And if you don't like it, well, it doesn't matter because you're not going to stay there the whole night. Exactly. You know, you, you'll leave. Exactly. exactly. So that was, you know, that's the that's the goal, yeah. the hashtag goal. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And I think that was kind of the goal that I wanted to get out of this trip was just be like, hey, let's just diversify a little bit, just a little bit. I'm not saying that we can't go to a – Go to a bar, can't go to a club. I'm just saying, can we just a little bit diversify it? But I think that would be the only negative part about my trip was that it was pretty, pretty one-sided, <laughs> to say the least. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, you guys want to go to the beach, sure. But, like, and I, I should be more, I guess, open to the beach because I was in Miami Beach of, for, of, of all places. Like, I should have just gone to the beach with them. But I'm not much of a beach person, so I've always been like, all right, I'll go to the beach first day. Second day, I'm like, all right, but what are we going to do really in the beach? Nothing? We're just going to sit here? Well, you don't like to swim. I like to swim. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. But it's also another thing that I had going against us was that it was spring break, and it was uh, it was ultra. Packed. It was ultra music week, too, which is like this oh, huge God. festival. If anyone doesn't know about that, ultra music festival is supposed to be the biggest, one of the biggest festivals out there. When it comes to EDM music. So there's a bunch of people that came from that. A bunch of people that came from Spring Break. So it was hella, 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 hella packed. So packed there. It was disgusting. Sounds terrible. Yeah. But I, I still give the, the Miami trip a two thumbs up. Two big thumbs up. That's no, good. No regrets. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Well, let's get into it then. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. How do we transition from this to let's talk about Roseanne? <laughs> well, no, actually. Okay, do you want to do that or do you want to do a? Oh, do we? Do you want to do at the end what grinds my gears? You want you want to do it now? Um, actually, no. I think we can do it at the end. Let's do it at the, let's end. Do the end. Let's save it for the end. Because it's just a small thing that grinds my gears, and we can talk about okay. it. Um, so Roseanne, so the big thing that happened this week, which I think is a good topic to talk about for today as like kind of our bulk topic, only because it has to do with media and TV and it has to do with what's been trending because it was like a huge deal. Okay. So Roseanne, do you know, you, everyone knows what Roseanne is. It's a sitcom, you know, from, I I keep, what have I, I keep cutting. No, no, I'm going to say, uh, have you seen the original show? Yes, yes, yeah. I haven't seen all of it um, uh, because I have not, but I, I've caught plenty of reruns. Mm-hmm. But the original show aired from 80, 88 to 97, mm-hmm. okay? So it's been 20 years since it's been off the air. And so Roseanne was the epitome of the middle class American family, like true middle class, okay? Yep. And everyone, you know, she was very, she was a feminist, uh, a feminist icon. And, you know, she was n- loud and obnoxious and funny and did not give two shits. And, you know, she was always kind of like very left mm-hmm. of that time. Yeah. And that was Roseanne, right? So that was like, I, I mean, that wasn't my show that I watched. Like, if I were to watch a rerun, that wasn't, like, the show. But, like, sometimes what was on is what was on. Like, I also – we both came from a time pre-streaming, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, you would just put on what was on TV. And if Roseanne was on, i just put it on. Yeah. One of some of my earliest memories were actually watching live episodes of Roseanne, funny enough. Um, I know my mom was a big fan of the show. Uh, she actually loves Roseanne, so I, I'm. I sh- oh God, I, sh- I should have told her that Roseanne came back because I don't think she knows. But she used to be a big fan of that show. I remember being, you know, being a wrestling fan as well. I remember watching Roseanne because Roseanne always came right before wrestling. 
So I had to watch Roseanne first, waiting patiently, and then wrestling would come on. So I remember watching it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's true. But yeah, so, you know, that was the time. Was the time. So 20 years later, Roseanne is crazy. Like, Roseanne, the actual actress Roseanne is crazy. You think so? Yeah, she's crazy. She's not so. She's not so in the butt, so okay, as Summer would say. I always thought she was somewhat level. I mean, yes, she is a little bit crazy, but I didn't think she was that. She crazy. ran for president but, in mean, 2012 or 2016. She ran for president and she voted for Trump. Yeah. She wanted to shake things up. She, you know, I don't know. She is into conspiracy theories. She called Hillary Clinton a murderer on Twitter. She's, you know, she's an old rich woman and she was very outspoken. And this is what I think is that she what at the time she was very left. And the thing is, she hasn't changed and the left has moved farther left Yeah, from when she was left. And so maybe now she's on the right. If we have to put it on perspectives like that. Sometimes people aren't anything. And I have a great deal of belief that Roseanne is neither right or left. I think she's just. It's just her being. She's in her own world. Right. So. uh, So that's her. Okay. The show comes back on because the girl who plays Darlene. The woman, I forgot the actress's name. I should probably know that because that's an that's a big deal. Keep talking. But I'll, she, I'll look it up. So she, um, Sarah Gilbert, hmm. she um, calls them up. Is like, let's do the show. They decide to do it. They all want to do it. It's twenty years later, and on the show, Roseanne is Roseanne, actual Rose, like not the actor Roseanne, the character of Roseanne. They show her as a Trump voter yeah yeah and that's the first episode okay so like this first reboot episode that happened she is a trump supporter and jackie her sister aunt jackie is um laurie metcalf is a is on she voted for jill stein and that's the joke is that like roseanne bullied her into voting for jill stein uh of hillary but they haven't spoken in like a year because of the election well, we should. That it- sorry, sorry. I was going to say we should kind of give a little bit of a background because Roseanne, as a show, has always been one of those shows that always tackled very political. I mean, I don't say very political heavy, but like no, it, it, it tackled some big, uh, big topics. Big topics, and like they talked about a of lot the of, time, of yeah. the time. Yeah, and I'm sure like the news, the new season is going to do the same thing if they, you know, if they have the freedom to do it. And I'm sure they do. It sounds no, like... No, they, they do. And it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like from this first episode, they do have the freedom to talk about it. Um, but it's just really interesting because they did have that, like, at the time they were talking about, you know, stuff that no other TV show was talked about, you know? And that's what kind of stood out from them was that, like, they talked about, you know, addiction. And they talked about, you know, death in a family. And they talked about winning the... Lo- like, one of the famous episodes was Dumbly winning the lottery. And that being a like lower middle class family is you know setting and them winning a, like the lottery you could see how much they got excited and like you find out that the lottery ticket was fake you know so it was it was definitely really interesting to kind of like they had they really they were it was cool it was definitely like the topics that like looking back at it you're like okay i would kind of respect that roseanne did those type of things you know but sorry go on i know I, you definitely respect yeah. no, no no and like so in the show like I think in this first episode, I haven't seen it yet, which is probably a, a problem because I should probably watch the episode that I'm talking about. But I, I've read it. And they, they tackle, like, the politics of it. Like, they haven't spoken in a year. And her granddaughter is African-American. And um, one of her granddaughters. And her grandson is gender nonconforming. And that's like in the second episode and everything. And so they're, they're tackling topics, but they're tackling, they're tackling topics in the perspective of the middle class. And I think they live, I think it's Illinois, but I have no clue in this or Indiana or something. And this small town that this uh, flyover country, Rust Belt, small town, middle America. Right. And showing that, okay, she's a Trump supporter in middle America, which is, you know, a lot of people were angry about mm-hmm. a lot of people were like the fuck like i'm not gonna oh sorry i'm so sorry but whatever they're like i'm not, gonna, oh, sorry, I'm so sorry, but, I'm not, gonna, I'm not that, just so you know 
Okay, well, there it is. <laughs> There's my swearing. Whatever, I was quoting other people. Put put a put a quarter in the in the swear jar. <laughs> okay, I'll do that right now. Uh, ching. But um, no, they were like, "What what is this? Like, I'm not gonna watch this." Like from Roseanne, who was so like progressive during the time, and now she's a Trump supporter and this this that. And some people were like, "This is gonna be really good." Because we're going to see the dynamics between a, like a real family, like real people whose families, some people voted for Trump and some people were voted for Hillary and people really don't speak because of it and whatever. And so there's that. Okay. So this whole thing is happening. How I, it, so a big thing about it is that it's not on a streaming, like it's not on a streaming platform. Uh, platform. Yeah. Thank you. Not Netflix, not Hulu. I mean, it's on Hulu, but not because it's on a Hulu show, you know? Um, Or Amazon. It it aired on ABC. Yes, ABC, it's its home network, which it was its home. Yeah. Which was its home network. Yeah. Before. And it's the big four. The big four. Right. It is. It's on the. Right. So. A huge thing is that it's it air it's airing on network television, and many people are calling. I'm talking so much, and I want you to come in. But like network television is, everyone's considering it the twilight of network television. That it's dead, it's dying. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Which, which with streaming services like Netflix and and cable television like HBO. And you know Showtime and all of that, like with these quality shows with huge budgets, doing whatever they want because they have artistic freedom. Network television isn't standing; it's not standing its ground. No, right? Not at all. I mean, yeah, no, no. Sorry, go on, go on. I'll, I'll... No, no, I, I want, I want to hear what you have to say. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, like ABC, and out of the four networks that you would think about, the big four. ABC is the least likely to be ever a show to host something like to ho- kind of talk about a topic like this and kind of air it on their channel. You know, like if anything, I would expect Fox to pair, you know, because they, I think out of the big four, they have a little bit more creative freedom. But it's really surprising to me that ABC of all of all channels are like, yeah, yeah, you can, you know, you have the creative freedom to talk about stuff like this. And it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I mean. I also think that these networks are trying to get television shows that are going to get viewers because they're dying, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why reboots are becoming a thing. That's why I think NBC wants to reboot the office so badly because if they do, that's a huge, like people love the office, you know? And, you know, they're, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. There's so much to it, but Network television is dying, okay? And they haven't had many... Uh, Will and Grace came back to 10 million view, views, which is huge for network television. Exactly. I don't know if it's a big four network, though. I don't remember what its air is on. I think it's NBC. Um, I'll look that up. Will but, Grace. But, um, okay, so Roseanne premiered. This is huge NBC, news, NBC. though. NBC. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So it's huge news because it garnered eight million people which was very shocking to me like i don't like i mean you and i am now can both safely say that we don't watch tv at all right we when it comes to tv watching it's either netflix or hulu or hbo or whatever you know i i don't remember the last time that i sat down to watch something on abc or any of the network channels ever i used to watch the bachelor live yeah well yeah on abc exactly so like it's because it's, you want to live tweet it that's the whole thing is like you want to <laughs> exactly but like other than that when's the last time you actually saw a show like i think on legitimately speaking i think the last time i saw a network channel live was probably when the office was on nbc or when parks to rec was on abc and that's okay. sophomore NBC. year of college we would all sit and watch american horror story yeah but we would all we would all come together and do that. Is that FX though, or is that Fox? It's FX. But my whole point is that was the last time I sat down and watched network television yeah. and and like sat and watched it in like a group. Yeah. I mean, I put on TV here and there, right? But like, I I don't, I I I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what what's up? Why why watch it live when you can just binge watch it on Netflix, right? That's my mentality, right? But but it's very shocking to hear that 18 million viewers sat down 
to watch the show. And it did, and weirdly enough, it did better. Better the, the second episode. <laughs> and not even that, it did better than the series finale back in 97. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, wow. Like, holy crap. Better the second showing of the episode did better, which is so rare. Very rare. Okay. And so, you know, even if it averages like 15, that's huge still, right? Yeah. That's a big deal. So what are the implications of this is what people are thinking here. That's the big news. That's what people are talking about. What does this mean? Is it getting big views because it's a reboot? Is it getting big views because it's a Trump supporter and we're finally seeing an accurate depiction or we're getting any depiction of a Trump supporter that isn't skewed? Is it because middle America is bringing views back in because they want to see themselves? Is it a decline in diversity on television because they canceled the mayor to put Roseanne in, Mm -hmm. which is the show about that black kid who was voted in as mayor? And it was a uh, it was uh, it was a a show with a black cast, yeah. right? And they can't they put Roseanne, which is showing a Trump supporter, you know, uh, which Roseanne is the main character as a Trump supporter, right? So these are people are like it's a, and then on top of it, Donald Trump calls Roseanne the actress, <laughs> and is like, congratulations on your ratings, thanks for being a supporter. Oh, what the hell is happening? So I what one of my initial thought when I read this this morning about the viewers and everything, I think I think first off people are overreacting just a tiny bit. Just like I think people should just take a deep breath. Yes. But what do you mean overreacting? I think like what, what like like instant like okay, overreacting in the sense that it's only been the first two episodes, right? That aired back to back on you know. So I think a lot of it was because of the novelty. I This is me personally thinking. I personally think it's because, you know, Roseanne back in the 90s used, was, not not used to be, it was the number one show of all in America, right? And it was the number one show of America for seasons upon seasons, right? I think a lot of it is just the novelty for now. I think the reason why I got such a big big viewership in the beginning is because a lot of people are tuning in to be like, let's see what happened. Let's see let's see how Roseanne is like. Let's see how the show is like. Is it still the same show? Is it a different show? Is it the you know whatever? I like the topics are going to be the topics because I I know that if they're going to do anything like they did in the past, the topics are going to be controversial, right? So it's, I don't think it's because of the 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 premise of the show. I think it's because a lot of the people were like. I wonder what's going to happen. You know, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? I think the real question is that what what the review or what the viewership is going to be like next week when they do the third episode. And if it's a same, what if they get what if they, it's higher now, viewership? Now, if they are higher, I'm going to eat my words, and then I will be like, maybe it does have to do with the show, right? Maybe there is something about the show that they're that is bringing people into it. But I, I just think it's a little too early to tell right now because we don't know what the other episodes are going to be like. But it's also like I don't want to, I don't want to undercut these views, though. Zen, no. even though it was never, because Will and Grace was number one at the time as well, That's true. It in, which was a big deal, and this brought in eighteen million, which is blowing people's minds because these numbers haven't been seen since twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people. There was what Netflix was just starting out, I think, in twenty fourteen. Like there wasn't networks weren't as big four years ago so for these numbers to be shown for the show people are like you know people want to see this and i don't know i don't i don't what roseanne was huge but there's something else and i honestly think it's this political angle that's been being shown interesting okay i mean i respect that too i i like i said like if if i see if if we come in Next week, when we record the podcast next week, and I, we see the headlines being that they got 20 million viewers, I'll eat my words. I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna, you are right. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm def, I definitely think for sure that yes, the political thing does have a little bit to do with the the reviews, or not the reviews, sorry, the viewership. Um, but well, sorry, you make your point because I keep, I am so sorry, I keep cutting you off. Are we have really bad internet 
right now and Amna's I don't know I hope I hope the viewer the listeners right now can hear Amna but like it keeps going in and out and I think there's a slight delay so I keep <laughs> I keep interrupting Amna by accident so sorry about that no I'm so sorry and I talked a lot so if you guys are getting a cut up version of me I'm sorry but um no I, I want to hear what you have to say but I I think it's political because I think this is the first time we're being we're being shown on on these networks a television show in which there's someone who's clearly pro-Trump not being shown in a negative light, being shown as the main character of a television show. What other show is doing that? That isn't on like right networks. I don't even know what a right network is because Fox's Fox's lineup is not the same as Fox's news. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Fox news is obviously right, but there's Fox lineup. What is that? American Idols Fox, right? I don't know. Like, I think it's American Idols on Fox, but like, that's like, that's my point then. Right. Mm-hmm. So no sitcom is showing this. No sitcom is bringing, bringing in these kind of numbers. And yes, it's the first and second episode, but 18 million. I, I, that's not just a not, that's not like, that's not something to be like, well, yeah. We'll see. That's huge. No, that's definitely huge. And I, I don't want to un- like. And you're completely right. I don't want to undercut that that success because that is. I was like, I was shocked when I read that. I'm like, oh my god, 18 million viewers in front of a TV from the target demographic too. That's the thing. It's not 18 million old people no. that tuned in. Yeah. It's 18 to 49. This is the target demographic yeah. that they're trying to hit. Yeah. Those are the people that watch this. How? What? Who? <laughs> I think I didn't, I didn't sit down. <laughs> I didn't sit down. I didn't sit down and watch it. I didn't even know when it was coming on. I was I'm so busy in my own boring life. I didn't even realize. Only, but this, I, the only other time I knew. Okay, so when they first announced that Middle Russia, America sat down, Zan. Middle America <laughs> sat down and watched it. Seriously, yeah. Like I didn't, because I don't know anyone in my vicinity that was watching this. No, not at all. <laughs> like I didn't even know. That they were, they I didn't even know they greenlitted the 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 new season. Honestly, the only uh, what I was gonna say was that the the only other news that I read about Roseanne was that when they first announced that there was talks about reviving the show, that was the last time I heard anything about the show. <laughs> They've been doing press runs, and the thing is, I like I want to support Roseanne because I love John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman is awesome. He's, you know, and I think on the show, I, I don't know for sure. I should probably watch the episode. Maybe that's what I'll do is, like, I'll watch the two episodes and I'll come in next week next week, and we can actually, like, I can just, like, have last words about it. Um, but Yeah, I'll do that, too. I saw only the first ten minutes of the show, or the first five minutes, I should say, five minutes of the show. So I, I also am just in, in the dark as you are, so. But I think the point is, like, John Goodman's character is, like, ambivalent. Mm. Like, he's not right or left, right? But I don't know. I love. I mean, I love him, so I want to support that him yeah. and his endeavors. But I, I don't know. I, I really think that. I I do think a lot of people from here watched as well, and I think a lot of people who hate Trump watched it because they wanted to see what this was going to be. They were like, "What the hell are they going to do? What are they going to show?" Mm-hmm. You know. And I also think a lot of people relate. I mean, we don't because we're brown. I think that's another thing is like for white Americans, even liberal ones, they have family that are not liberal and they have really conservative. And the idea of our family being like that is just not a thing because at least in this country, because we are a minority. So none of us, none of our family members are going to vote for Trump. You know what I mean? The, min- mo- min- the minute he was like a Muslim ban, even if they see people were pro-Trump, they were like, oh, he's a good businessman. And then he was like Muslim ban, and they're like, well, I guess we can't. Like- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think that just, I think that white Americans, even liberals, wanted to watch it because they wanted to see their families reflected. Yeah. I mean, we're not white middle class America. No, but I mean, but like we're still. I think also it has to maybe do with the fact that it is it is a show that deals with 
middle, like actually deals with middle class folks, right? Because you see all these shows. And they are like, oh, you know, like you see, like they pretend that they're middle class, but the, when you see it, you're like, they're not really middle class. Come on now, right? But like this show is pretty down to earth, which is another, which is one of the reasons why I like the show, even though I haven't seen many episodes of it. But I remember as a kid, I always thought that was kind of cool. Like it was so down to earth, just like a really like, like it talks to the people of the middle well, class. Well, it shows right? people struggling. It's exactly. showing that. Exactly. And I one thing that I do have to commend the show about. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I, I know that they did this. They did a lot of research, and they went back to that same town where they would have lived in, where they lived in in the original, right? They went back to the same town, and how this family would would be doing now 20 years later, what it means, and the demographic of the town, right? 20 years ago, they said the town was all white, mostly, and now the town is like 60% Hispanic, like 20% Thai, weirdly enough, and like now white people are minority and that their family would not only be doing making less money that they were that's not even including inflation so they're doing worse off now and if that's not like you know living in our elitist kind of liberal bubble up here in the northeast it kind of kind of shows being so far away from the epicenter of things that is the northeast here why there's a disconnect and why people were so i don't know pro pro someone who was i don't know i think it's ironic too because he yeah. was very hollywood you know yeah, but yeah, yeah like just yeah like totally i mean like any any and it, i mean if we're gonna have to talk about politics here like the northeast is relatively blue when it comes to like their views like blue isn't liberal like they're very liberal when it comes to the views. so for us we've never I shouldn't say we've never experienced it. I should say, like, we, it's not as apparent to us because we had it different, because it was just a little bit different from where we grew up, you know, Connecticut, Mass. You know, seeing, we don't know how people are like in Illinois. You know, we don't know how people are like in Arkansas or any of those blue, you know, the Bible, Bible Belt states. We don't know. So, this is, it's kind of interesting to kind of get, tap into that type of, uh, that, you know, the di- that type of dynamic and seeing, you know, you can still be a, a, a you know the, a supporter of the president, but not come across as like you know as a racist bigot you know like that you would see usually in social media you know they're trying to be they're trying to be relatable I guess you can say trying to find an equal ground in between you know right and show that these conversations are happening and that people's families are being conflicted and you know torn by these exactly. Like it's, uh, they're trying to make it, they're trying to show that it's like not that it's okay to be a supporter of the president, but it's like okay to have different views. You know, it's okay to be different a little bit and defend the views that you have. But without, I really hope that they you know? they they go into it because she has a black granddaughter, mm-hmm. right? And like I really freaking hope that if if they're gonna touch this stuff seriously, that she has a black granddaughter and she voted for Trump and what those implications are. Yeah, right? That should be if interesting. she can reconcile the fact that Trump is, you know, pro pet down laws and and even though that should be unconstitutional and that heavily targeted black Americans, mm-hmm. you know, and like if they, I'm not saying target that specifically that problem, but show that he is not a president for the minorities, and that she, in her family now, has a black granddaughter. Show these tensions that are there. Show the fact that she has an LGBTQ grandson, gender non-conforming, okay, mm-hmm. and that he just passed a trans ban. And the right now you pass that transgender ban on the military. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So those are I mean, obviously it's too late because that just happened and they're not writing these episodes. But like if you're gonna do it, then do it, right? Reconcile what that what how you think. Or if you don't even process it, why like and someone bringing that up, how you talk about it, yeah. how you defend it, right? Then I'd be like, this is compelling. Yeah. This isn't just scratching a surface here this is talking about real things yeah because it's like it's easy for people on social media to get a skewed view of the other side you know the other side of that coin 
And right. like you get all the, like you, all you see in social media is just negativity. That's all it is. You see people behind computer screens, behind a, a, anonymity, saying whatever they want to say and speaking their I mean seemingly speaking their mind about the things that they want to talk about. And like all you, it just comes across so negative. And that's probably that's actually one of the reasons why I don't want to be on social media anymore is because of that. But like it's kind of cool to be like, okay, let's have a TV show like Roseanne with the fan base that it has and like clearly the viewership that it has and show that like, you know, we can have, yeah, going back to what I said, we can have different views, but we could also be, we're, we're all the same. We're all people in the same, in the end of the day, right? We're all humans. We all have, you know, no human is alike. We're all different and let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see how they can reconcile with those topics. We're not excusing people who are like white supremacists here. Y'all mm. crazy. No, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but I mean that doesn't. I think, but that's just a minority, you know. That's just a small group of minorities that that are so loud that it overshadows the people who are just saying, you know, oh yeah, I'm I'm the supporter of the president, but like I'm not like that, you know. I just. But the him. thing is, is, like that's the thing, right? These are the conversations that need to be had in a civilized way. Exactly. How do you reconcile being a supporter of someone who, you know, is very well has racist views or you know. Uh, you know, transphobic or, or homophobic views, you know, like you have to be honest with yourself. And it's these days, no one is honest with themselves. They are very, they want to watch, they want to watch things that confirm their biases, right? That's what is happening. And that's, what's being shown on television. And so maybe I can support Roseanne. You good, Zan? No, that was my, (laughs) did you hear that? heard it that was my throat <laughs> it sounded like a dying cat That's what it sounded like. that was my throat making a noise i don't know why it made it but there you go how about we end it on this note last thing about roseanne we'll come back to it next week just come and and talk about it because like it's kind of a cool thing but like you know i think it's cool that i hope that they they talk about these things in a real way and really try and not just scratch the surface, but we'll see. I mean, we'll have to watch the episode and and see, and not go by Twitter because Twitter, like we've said many times on this thing, yeah, is it's, it's a, polarizing. It's a disgusting, toxic waste of a place. right, left, two extremes. Because <clears throat> you can't fit your humanity in two hundred eighty characters. That's the problem. Yeah. So you just come off as a crazy caricature of yourself. Yeah, but um. Um, anyway, moving past this, mm-hmm. what I want to tell you. Sorry, what? no, you go, you go. What What do you want to say? I just wanted to quickly talk about one quick thing, and we don't have to spend too much time about it because, for the most part, we know we knew this was coming. I wanted to kind of quickly talk about the Facebook thing. Did you hear about this? The whole oh, the hacking, the the, hack- the well, cryptic, the, not the, the 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 cryptic, whatever, using our knowledge or or yeah. Yeah, yeah, how it wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't so much a hack. It was definitely just one of these companies. Um, I forgot the name of the company, something Technica, whatever. Um, they they found, essentially found a loophole from the, from the you know, so how do I explain this without sounding too technical? Basically, Facebook allows companies to get their data from their servers, right? There's different ways you can do it. You can, you know, you can you can launch an app and all those times where you say log in with Facebook, that's their way of saying, okay, you can grab the information on Facebook and blah, 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 right? Like those so, quizzes, like who would be your soulmate? Exactly. And then you'd have to like, do you accept the, you know, this place to take your fo- friends and fo- photos and go through that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, okay. I just want to see who my soulmate would be. And then exactly. There exactly. it is. Exactly. Exactly. So there's so many different ways that you can get data. You're, you can get data of the, of the mass of the masses from Facebook. Right. So we find out that this company found a loophole and they found a weird way that they somehow gathered 50 million. Cambridge. 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 So, there you go. Uh, they, they've, they, gathered 50 million i believe 50 million users on facebook every single sort of information you can possibly think of they got call logs they got text messages they've gotten you know personal stuff too for some of these people like you know personal emails and personal phone numbers and everything they got everything and they got hacked from that 
So it kind of is scary. And, and there is a huge movement going on now of people just mass deleting Facebook and being like, you know, delete Facebook and Facebook. And, and I mean, it's, and it speaks volumes because Facebook is going down in stock. They've been losing money since this whole thing happened. They are scrambling. They are trying to find a way to kind of mend the situation and find like better way to, you know, be more transparent about their security and everything. But it was, it's one of those things where I've been thinking about where, and I mean, I'm, I've mentioned it in the past in this podcast before, but it's like, it's just been a thing that many people have been thinking about where it's like, God, Facebook knows so much about us that we've, you and I, I'm now, we have Facebooks for how many now? We have it for 10 years now, right? Facebook knows 10 years of our lives of random statuses, random likes and dislikes that we've had, comments that we've left, pictures that we've been tagged in, that it's scary that that a company someone like that, could access it. that someone could yeah a company like facebook is allowing other companies to give access to this entire i think we sub unconsciously sub whatever we knew this was happening exactly yeah we ignored it we were like whatever it's a it's a social media where everyone's on it and you we did it and the thing is is even now i'm like i'm so hesitant to delete it because of i have stuff on there that i want to keep of course I'm, yeah you know, I guess I could just sit there and save it to my computer and just really just go down and do that. The time I have, I could do that and then delete my face. I mean, other than that, like, you know, but it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't. It, yeah, no, it's like, at this point, it's like, what's the point of, like, I, I understand that people are outraging and they're like, oh, delete Facebook. But at the end of the day, you already gave them 10 years worth of data, right? So if you delete your Facebook now, they've already got your information. Yeah, Everyone has it, Even after your profile's deleted. The, even if you, yeah, it. exactly. The, even if you try to delete your photo, there's, or delete your photo, <laughs> delete your profile, they still have your information saved somewhere in their database, somewhere deep in the inside of a hard drive of some guy's computer on Facebook, right? So you, you've already given the, you've already given up your rights for doing that, right? But it is still scary, and it's kind of weird that other companies are following suit. And, like, even though Facebook is getting all this negativity, one story that's been shoved down, like, that's been completely covered up and no one is talking about, which I'm really surprised about, is that a, is that Snapchat is developing a program that is very similar to Facebook that will allow third-party people to grab your information from Snapchat. That's also kind of scary, too, now. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's exactly. No one is talking about it. But Why don't like, we share that? Because people should know that. Because then, because like, Snapchat's already been going down. Did you hear about the whole Rihanna thing? How she like dropped their mm, yeah, <laughs> or was it Kylie Jenner when it was no? When... Well, Kylie Jenner first, and okay, then okay. they like dropped huge in the stock like stock market that next day after mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner was like, I don't like Snapchat, and then Rihanna effed with them too because she's like, delete it. <clears throat> and their yeah. stock dropped like it was like crazy like mm-hmm. you know that's what we I, I honestly i would delete snapchat i don't give two shits about snapchat I don't, yeah i really could care less about snapchat i only like, have snapchat. I, I didn't have snapchat for so long there was like yeah. a huge amount of time where i didn't have snapchat like i deleted it i only got it back because i wanted to like snap my close friends and but even now, you now, do, now, now you can do that on Instagram now, right? So it's like <laughs> Instagram yeah. has become Snapchat. Yeah. And you know, and that's what's also kind of that's also scary too, right? Like you know, people are saying delete Facebook, delete Snapchat, right? And you know, Snapchat's doing this whole program that they're allowing third parties to you know access their data, sure, right? But then you're like, then everyone, then you know, it's really funny to me where people are like, well, at least we have Instagram to rely on. Do you understand it, that Instagram is owned by Facebook too? Exactly. No, I, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can be like, oh, Instagram is so much better than Facebook. Yeah. Well, they still have your debt on Instagram as well. So, like, you're, there's nowhere to hide <laughs> you're from it. You're an idiot. Can't hide from it. Yeah, you can't hide from it. Unless you just delete everything and just go off the grid. That's the best you can do. That's the Even best though, you can do. I mean, for future information, I guess. Right. And then, oh, and then it, it's so funny because like, in that same vein of that argument, people are like, oh, yeah, at least we, same thing with WhatsApp. They're like, oh, at least we have WhatsApp. WhatsApp is also owned by Facebook. <laughs> so, so I hate you, WhatsApp. You can't hide from it. You can't hide from the Facebook rain that they have on people. It's disgusting. So disgusting. That's why like, like, there's Google. Com- 
Yeah, and like, and and this is where the argument comes in. It was like, how come people aren't outraging on Google? But like, I think Google has always been transparent about their ideas, being like, yeah, listen, we have your data, we know you have your data, but we're gonna, we're we're, you know, we are taking the necessary steps to allow third parties to not know who you are. They'll grab your data from you, but they don't know who you are. Don't know what's whatever. God knows if that's true or not. You know, I'm, sh- I'm, we're just going to take it from a grain of salt that this probably is true, but like, clearly you don't hear that much crap about Google. I mean, I mean, there is a lot of crap on Google, but like, on the same time, I feel like I trust Google just a tiny bit more than Facebook. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't trust any of them. They're all any- evil oh, yeah, 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 yeah. corporation and Google just, you know, the, I don't know. I don't trust any of it. That being no. said, I use Google because I cannot escape that in this <laughs> age i cannot escape the truth that google is and that is that that is the place you do everything is google you google it yeah. so and, and it's funny because it's like you know like facebook may, may have a lot of data on me personally for example but google has so much more data on me that is scarier <laughs> like they have I, I have a for god's sakes i'm not i have a google phone I have a Google phone. I have Google Drive. I have Google everything. Google Google has their own version of um, Apple Pay called Android Pay. It has all my credit cards on it. It has everything on it. So, like, it's scary to know that Google has so much more about me. But I f- somehow feel, like I said, I completely agree with you that I don't trust any company. But I somehow trust Google a tiny sliver, 0.0001% more than any other company out there, you know? Well, you have to. I have to, because if I don't, then... (laughs) What can I do then? (laughs) So, uh, want me to make you even more mad? Yes. This is what's grinding my gears lately. Yes, yes. Let's get into it. An American woman, her Jai business, her Indian Jai business is making her a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Okay, this woman named Brooke Eddy found Bhakti... Bhakti Jai. Okay. Okay. She went to India for like a couple of weeks. I'm a white. This is what she said. I'm a white girl born of hippie parents in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, and then raised in Michigan, right? I really shouldn't have this pulse for India, but I do. I love the chaos and vibrancy. Every time I come, I'm introduced to something new. It's just real. Okay. Mm-hmm. She made a Jai. Okay. Like tea bags. And is selling it and making millions of bucks off her tea. Okay. Okay. And Daisies are pissed off because they're like, who is this white woman coming in, pretending she knows all about our chai, making her little chai bags with whatever she's putting in them, making authentic Daisy chai, when authentic Daisy tea is like Tetley. And Nestle and Earl Grey with just some like Elaichi and dude and milk, <laughs> exactly. like steamed milk or something. Like that's all it is. And yet we have some white woman who's making money off of our chai and calling it authentic. It's not freaking authentic. You're white. <laughs> and that pisses me off so much because I'm, what is authentic about this? <laughs> You want hey, authenticity, I mean, I mean, white people? White people, you want that authenticity? Go get your Tetley loose tea leaves, put it in a steel <laughs> pot, you boil it, you put some milk in it, and put a little bit of elichi seeds. Go look up what that is, put that in there, that's your authentic Indian chai. <laughs> I'm I, so pissed. No, it, it is pretty... It, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm pissed for you, too. I mean, it's pretty angry stuff, but I mean, you think of it this way. Think of it this way. What what food do we eat like what like let's say for example taco bell they say that you know like that's like that was their version of saying oh we're authentic mexican food in the beginning and look at them now like like it's not at all chipotle is not authentic <laughs> in any way shape or form it's just it's just another group of group of people assumingly white people just trying to open up a store being like hey guys this is us we're gonna we're gonna capitalize on this market you know what i'm not you know what you know what actually pisses me off more about this story what? How come we didn't start that? <laughs> you know why? Because we just freaking use Tetley. That's why. Because we're not making. What the hell do white people think authentic Jai is? I hate. I'm putting authentic in quotes right now because 
authentic chai is just any freaking black tea that you have and you mix it with whatever. You just steam it with milk, people. I'm so angry about this because it's like, oh, how do I even I mean, I have a friend who's really who loves chai. White what my white friend. You met Phil Phil. Hey Phil. Uh Phil yeah. He loves tea. He loves it, okay? And he knows how to make chai. You just do it, right? And obviously there are certain types of chai that you need a certain type of steel pot or this, this, that, or you have to stir it a lot or you have to have the milk a certain way. But the actual tea is just black tea, okay? Now, now the the real question is, like, do they just – what is this place called? I want to see, if, like, what their menu is. No, the, well, no, it's not a it's not a restaurant. She's selling a brand of tea called Bakhti oh, Chai. Or, oh, yeah. I thought she opened up like a store. No, something. she's selling tea. Oh, and it's like authentic chai. <laughs> and it's like authentic chai is just just any black tea. Oh, I thought she opened up like a coffee shop or something. No. Like, this oh. is why it's worse because she's selling packets of whatever the probably fucking sorry black tea <laughs> and elaichi mixed or whatever and like that's it i'm like i could you could I, what the hell and she's making 35 million dollars from this and okay, saying now, it's authentic white funny. woman you ain't authentic you copying brown people and you making money off of it Okay, now I'm kind of angry. <laughs> now, now that doesn't make any sense to me. That's why. That's why I mentioned Taco Bell because I thought this was actually thought you know they just opened up a store. But now that no. she's selling the tea, is claiming that it's like Indian tea. Then yeah, you're just being dumb. Then. <laughs> you're just being oh, people do not buy this shit. You want to know how to make Indian chai? You come to a brown person. We'll make it for you and we'll show you how to make it because it's just black tea <laughs> with milk. You want that? Not hard. It's, you just... Just, it's just black tea. <laughs> this is how people mess it up. Okay, you gotta, you gotta. You, it's not even the elaichi or the masala or whatever. I don't put masala in my chai. Okay, you have to actually boil the tea with the chai, with the milk. Mm-hmm. You can't add the milk after to a cup of black tea. Then it's like milky and not like chai, right? Because chai is rich yeah okay you gotta boil the milk with it or you people you microwave milk right as and right when it starts to boil in the microwave you take it out and then you just put it in that's a very easy way to do it. You have a pop, okay don't go and buy this bhakti shit <laughs> no i'm I, like I, I was thinking of a title for this episode that would have been a great title, but I don't know if we should just put shit as like as, as a just, title. Do just do it. Don't buy. I'll do it. Shit. Don't don't buy this bhakti shit. <laughs> so angry. okay, I think that's a good place to end it before I go rant some more. Yeah, <laughs> before before she comes coming before that girl comes down and sues us for losing for product. telling people to not use her product boycott <laughs> it boycott bhakti to link that trend on twitter boycott bhakti, boycott <laughs> bhakti. <laughs> hashtag uh, trend tetley i'm a very big tetley fan tetley tetley is a good 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 jai right there tetley what's the other one isn't there another one that's really good too Nasty. Is it Nestle? I thought there was another one that's like a local brand in Pakistan and India. Is it like Dandar or whatever it's called? Oh, yeah. Dandar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to make the same tea here, just use that. We're all great, for God's sakes. I know. All right. Well, anyway, on that note, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Fab and Friends. Uh, we have a website, fabandfriends.com. Still doesn't direct. Okay, we gotta, we get really gotta get that going somehow. We need to get that information from Johnny Discotech because I, I keep forgetting to ask him. But we have a website too. Whenever that comes up, we'll figure it out. And email us. Email us at, at uh, fabandfriendspodcast at gmail. All written out. No. Rate us. Rate us a five star review on iTunes and or whatever 
platform that you listen to this podcast on. And if they have a thumbs up instead of a five-star review, give a thumbs up too. Leave us a review too. That also really helps too. But if you, you know, if it's something, if it's if it's slightly negative, don't bother. Do you really want to waste your time writing a negative review? I mean, come on now. You got better things to do than that, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? Oh, I, thought you, I thought you died for a second. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm listening. I'm just listening to you go. Um, yeah. And then a five-star review. Thumbs up if you could. Whatever. Whatever platform you use. Give us a good review on it. If it's slightly negative, don't do it. And um, yeah. Am I missing anything? I think no. Right? I think we're all set. So I think on that note, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.